Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to a special edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour. Yes, we usually, I did my regular show from 12 to 1, but uh, we have a special guest in studio for you, so I wanted to make sure uh, that we brought her on board for you today. So um, uh, let me get started. I, I have, of course, our quotes of the day, another couple of quotes of the day. Uh, so let's start with those, and then I'll introduce her to you. Um, so first, from the universe, as always, there are only two types of dreams, those that have come true and those that are coming true. You slay me, the universe. Ah, we love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe. By the way, in case anyone hasn't noticed, he's made an announcement that Mike Dooley's uh, creating a, uh, a membership site that, that looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. So, so go check it out. He's awesome. Um, so two types of dreams. Those that are coming true and those that are true. So those that have come true. So what is the universe saying here? The universe is saying that when we have a dream, it is inevitable that it will manifest in some form or fashion. Not always the way we expect, not always the way we want, but it will always come about unless we change our mind. So you got to remember there's always a, a buffer of time between, you know, when we think think a thought when we dream a dream and when it actually manifests. Um, but when it's something that we hold in our vibration long enough, it will actually come true. It may not happen right away. It may not happen in our timing. It usually happens in the universe's timing. And it may not always show up in the way we expect or the way we think. Personally, in my life, they show up in incredible ways that I could not have imagined. I always like to say the universe has a much better imagination than I do. So, uh, so yes, it will always show up. Now, if we're not very detailed about our dream, 
if we haven't thought about a lot of different aspects of it, it may show up with certain challenges attached to it because we did not properly prepare our intention or our imagination around what it is that we want to manifest. So it's a really good lesson to um, be very clear in particular about the feeling around the dream. This is what I find so, so important. When we get the feeling right, the details aren't as important. So if you want to manifest something, be it a relationship, a career opportunity, uh, uh, you know, something physical or non-physical, it's not just the thing, but how does it make you feel? Is it joyful? Is it uplifting? Is it uh, a, a beautiful uh, space for us? You always want to include all of those details uh, uh, in, in all of your, your dreams and your manifestations. So something good to, to, to keep in mind. So, all right. Awesome quote from Mike Dooley in the universe. Let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. Ooh, this is a pretty thick paragraph. Okay. The thoughts I think determine the relationship I attract. You are the thinking, vibrating attractor of your experience. And the thoughts you think determine everything about the life that you live. As you turn your attention towards the positive aspects of the personalities and behaviors of others with whom you share your planet, you will train your point of attraction in the direction of only what you desire. Not only does the power of your thought determine which people make their way into your life, but the power of your thought determines how they behave once they get there. Abraham. Mm. Really a, a powerful quote here talking about relationships um, and, and relationships are so, so important. Everything in life is about relationships. And I think my guest today will agree with me. Very apropos quotes, I think, for, for my guest. Um, and, and again, all about relationships. It's even why she's here because of a relationship I have with uh, Jonathan, who's on the Facebook Live. Ooh, before I forget, let me, let me shout out all my wonderful peeps on the Facebook Live. Jonathan, Evelyn, Mark, Maria, Patty, loyal listener, back again. Yes, Patty, as well as uh, Pat Duckworth and Keith. Oh, Keith Craig, I haven't seen you before. And Christine, oh, thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate you all. So what Abraham is saying in this quote is that what really determines the kinds of relationships that we bring to ourselves is it's really about what are we focusing on? What are we thinking about when it comes to relationships and how does that make us feel? Because sometimes if we're thinking about something, it doesn't make us feel that good. What happens? That expands. You, you, you guys all know, you, you're, you're my loyal listeners, where attention goes, energy flows. And, and where uh, our attention goes, that's what expands. Where energy goes, that's what expands. So if your attention is going to all the little things that annoy you, what's going to happen? There are going to be more little things that annoy you. But if your attention goes to all the wonderful, amazing, beautiful things in life that just uplifts you and make you feel great, then that's what you're going to get more of. You see, one of the things I like about Abraham is in the way the quotes are and the way Abraham's teachings are, we are co-creators of our life. It's a very empowering teaching. It's our choices, our decisions, our thoughts help to co-create the world around us. 
which means we have the power to change our situation by changing how we think and how we feel. And how do we do that? By what we choose to focus on. Our focus is so, so important. And we can choose to focus on all the problems in the world and the homeless and the hunger and the destruction to the environment. And hey, look, I love nature. I just spent four and a half days out in nature. It was amazing for me. And, and yes, it saddens me when I hear about how the Amazon is being burned down at alarming rates. But as opposed to focusing on the Amazon burning, I prefer to focus and highlight who are the people who are doing something about it. How Look at the countries that are planting millions of trees a year. You know, there are, yes, there is tremendous destruction going on, but there's tremendous creation going on at the same time. Which do you want to hold your attention? Which do you want to focus on? The more we focus on the, on the uplifting, joyful, uh, positive things in the world, the more our energy goes and then supports those very things. And in the end, in order to stop the destruction in the world, really it's an inside job. It's about stopping the destruction within ourselves. It's about stopping those destructive ideas and thoughts and how we treat ourselves. And when we change our internal state, when we change our ideas and our thoughts and we, and we move in a more positive direction because that's what we're focused on in a more uplifting, a more creative direction, that's what we focus on, then that is what really uh, uh, makes a difference in this world. So you know what that means. The power is in your hands. It's up to you, all right? Before you can say, well, look, I didn't know it, but now Sam told me so, so now I know, so now I have to do something about it. So you guys now know. It's, the power is in you. Every one of you who's watching this video, listening to me on talkradio.nyc, maybe listening to the podcast, whether it's on Stitcher or iTunes or Spotify, and, and, and if you like and enjoy, you know, what we talk about, please share it. Don't keep us a secret because the more people who get tuned in and tapped into this stuff, the better off the whole world is. So awesome. I won two wonderful quotes from Mike Dooley in the Unison from Abraham. I hope you enjoyed them. I certainly did. And I think my guest did too because I saw her smiling throughout the whole thing. So it is now my pleasure um, to welcome to the studio... Uh, uh, somebody who is an author and, and coach and, and, and teacher. So uh, let me read her introduction here. It's a problem so common it may qualify as the new American epidemic. We've got no time. Ooh, ooh, this hits home. Too busy, overwhelmed by work, family, commitments, and the fast-paced nature of our society, many Americans, especially working adults, parents of young children, feel strapped for time and thus are leading less happy lives as a result. The problem or challenge, I'll call it, as a, of course, is that time is fixed. Unlike money, friends, or even Facebook fans, uh, time isn't something that we can expand through harder work, increased effort, or better connections. No matter how much we organize, delegate, plan, or abbreviate, the resource in question remains decidedly finite. There are just 24 hours in a day. 
God, if I had a nickel for every time I wished there was more than 24 hours in a day. However, we can, make, we can work with time and make it more flexible, a more flexible asset, not in adding more hours into our day, but in shifting the narrative to how much time rich we feel and thus operate from. How, during these times of change and transformation, can we learn to expand our time? Well, joining me today in studio on this special edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour is spiritual counselor, the founder of Joy on Your Shoulders, and author of the new children's book, Designed to Shine. Oops, let me get it up there. Uh, Designed to Shine, read aloud rhymes for any size heart. Joy Razor? Razor? I say razor. Razor. All right. Awesome. And together we are going to share how you can learn and expand your time. Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Joy. Thank you, Sam. It's great to be here. Oh, wonderful to be here. And and uh, I I just I love the things you do. I love the fact that you um, created this this wonderful children's picture book. Let me also hold up. I don't know. Well, you can see it like the little illustrations. Do like I have a friend, and she's a picture book consultant. She like helps people to create picture books for children and adults and everything. So whenever I see something like this, it always uh, uh, lifts my heart up. Um, so we only got about a minute before we go to our first break. I, I always like to start off with just a little bit of background for our audience to give them some context um, for our conversation today. So I'm just curious, uh, did you always want to be a children's book author, <laughs> spiritual counselor? <laughs> Um, no, I can't say that. No. But that first quote you read about dreams ah. was so synchronistic because in my lap from the second volume of this book ah. is this rhyme about dreams. Dream. And also, when I grew up, every morning I held on to something and I remembered when I was in my 30s, mm. I held on to that I would write something that would add to the peace in the world. Oh. And years and years later, when I was able to be led to heal all the garbage that was yeah, in me yeah. from my family and the culture and really get clear, Divinity writes books through me. This is yeah. actually my third book. Oh, it's your third one. Yeah, oh, not wonderful. children's. Okay. But the other two are nonfiction for adults. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Okay, we'll get to those in a minute. First, let's just take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk all about uh, kind of how you got from there to here. And uh, uh, we'll, we'll maybe touch upon those first couple of books, and then we'll get into our, 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 our thing today about time. So you guys have time. Stay tuned. You're listening to The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we will be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, The Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? 
I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're talking this hour with Joy Razor, author of the new book, uh, Design to Shine. Um, so you said, Joy, this actually isn't your first book. W- what was your first book that you wrote? Divinity woke me up and asked ah. me to use the lessons of my life to inspire uh-huh. readers. And that book is Go Enjoy an Alphabetical Adventure. Oh, okay. And it's um, questions essays and poems that inspire mm-hmm. now now this is not like the kind of thing you've been doing your whole life is it i'm a late bloomer, late bloomer. <laughs> you know i just had an astrology reading from a friend of mine and the first thing he said was you know sam when i was looking at your chart getting ready for this the first words that came to my mind were late bloomer <laughs> what were you doing before Ooh, i was a stay-at-home mother i edited the church newsletter Um, I, before that, I was a communications specialist at a bank. Uh, So I, and I've written my whole life. That's funny. I worked my first job out of college while I was still in college was working at a bank. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) So was there some event or something that kind of pushed you in this direction or like made you say, okay, I got to do something in this area now? Well, there were a few things. Actually, before my husband and I moved to the mountains of Western North Carolina, uh, I was in a little bit of fear. What am I going to do on a mountaintop? Uh, you know, I had raised these two sons, mm-hmm. and we were going to live there. What I did was I took a course for writing for children. Uh, um, I ended up not completing it, uh-huh. and I forget where, where I was going with that. But um, what brought, what put you on your path, your current path? I think a lot of things. I got I was called in my belly to become a um, certified in spiritual direction. Oh, and well, when the divorce happened, I got hit in the gut with a black cloud Uh. and I heard a voice that said, take in this darkness, you need it, you are going to transmute it. Oh. And this, ever since my divorce, I have grown and changed and released so many things that were in me that were blocking my creativity. Uh. I did the artist's way, I studied that book three times. Oh. worked that book <laughs> because ah. I had such deep creative wounds. Ah. 
But once those healed, we are all creators. Yes. And now I am this author of three really, um, if I (laughs) if I may say, they're (laughs) they're very beautiful, inspiring. Absolutely, you should be proud of of what you've created. so I imagine there must have been a moment when you thought you were going crazy. I mean, if you were brought up in sort of a very traditional church-based background, that, that when you start getting messages from the divine, uh, you sometimes start to think, uh, oh my God, I'm losing my mind. I was um, raised Jewish. Oh, you were? Yeah. Oh, okay. And I was the black sheep of the family. I ah, was the I was too, huh? I was <laughs> I was the one that didn't get picked up from brownies. Uh, I don't know what was going on in my mother, but I knew that she was in her head. Mm. And I always desired to become a person who was in the moment. Oh, like I am with okay. you right, here right. in New York right. because my son's getting married Saturday, my older son. Oh, right. That's right, why right. we came. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not also doing anything else in here. I have a right. very quiet mind and I'm here. Wonderful. So I know that my ex <laughs> thought I was crazy mm-hmm. because I would receive knowings. I would mm-hmm. say, no, don't let him drive your new car to that dance. Um, and my son, I mean, my husband would say, oh, Joy, you're, yeah, cra- you know, yeah. you're crazy. But I knew. Right. And he got in an accident. Kevin got in an accident. Oh, wow. I just knew things and right. bless my ex, but he was in his logic. Right, 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 right. In the in the left brain, and I was in my heart, and I was receiving (laughs) understanding. Wonderful, wonderful. So, um, was there a particular inspiration for your first book? Was there a particular reason why you decided to write that very first one? Divinity woke me up, and it was when my first post-divorce partner and I had broken up. And Ben had moved to the lower level of the house. He had mm-hmm. said, let's continue house sharing. Mm-hmm. And when he took his chaos of clothes and papers out of that, <laughs> out of that bedroom, <laughs> it was as if I could breathe into my, mm. my relationship yeah. with everything I don't physically see, but mm. I have l- heard. Mm-hmm. I used when I was a child, I sat on a rock and talked to divinity because in the house was painful with the way the family was. Right, right, yeah. right. Where did you grow up? Um, in a suburb of Youngstown, Ohio. Oh, okay, okay. That's so funny because I was just I was just up in nature this past weekend at a retreat called Philosophers Camp. Thank you to all the philosophers who joined me there. And a lot of time I spent sitting on rocks meditating or next to giant boulders meditating. Yeah. It was quite a wonderful experience. Yeah. I was born in Brooklyn actually oh. and lived there for three whole weeks. <laughs> for three weeks? Oh, yeah. geez, that's it. <laughs> um, okay, so your first book was. Go Enjoy an Alphabetical Adventure. Venture was the second one. The second one is Venture to Your Center, Journaling Prompts to Enliven Your Joy. Oh, okay. And, about journaling. And those questions, there were there are questions, all these prompts that came through me in two weeks mm-hmm. with power 
and play that mm. book wanted to be in the world. Mm. Wow. And so, but those two were both, you said, nonfiction adult books. And then what got you to write this book that's, that's a children's book? <laughs> I can't, it was nothing in me other than a winter day and an urge to go to my computer. Uh-huh. And on the seventh page of writing this, it's, it so was just coming. I realized I'm writing a children's book in rhyme that will speak to the aunts and the uncles and the grandparents uh-huh. reading this out loud to their children. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. All right, so I want to get on to our topic of time, but first, since you have it in your lap, why don't you read their, your, the one on dream? The dream, this is from volume two of that. Oh, okay. Yes. Dream, do bears dream in dens, waking groggy in spring, or bees dream in hives of the honey they bring? Listen to whispers which enter your heart, Honor the dreams you receive in the dark. Dreaming is fun. It's a way that we see the acorns of life growing into tall trees. No matter which dreams rat-a-tat upon you, may those that you answer bring life that is new. Mm, Beautiful, beautiful. All right, so... um, all right, let, let, let's get on our topic of time. Uh, uh, how did this come to you as, as a topic you would like to focus on? Oh, well, Sam, this whole book, um, what would happen was I, all my books are alphabetical. Mm-hmm. So when this one was arriving, mm-hmm. a, a word would arrive, a concept would arrive. Mm-hmm. And I would work on it I use the word work loosely because my work is play and my work Mm -hmm. is joy. Mm -hmm. But I would be writing this rhyme and say, I don't know that time, I think time was the first concept that came. Uh, But if it had been um, trust, Mm -hmm. I might have tried to write that other one. But whenever I tried to write it Mm -hmm. and it, it wasn't, flowing, Mm -hmm. I then sat quietly and received a different idea. Mm. And to see, because for me, flow is um, channeling spirit, really. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No. (laughs) The ease of writing. I mean, my books were pretty effortless. Yeah, they just kind of came. But time, isn't that a big topic? Yeah. (laughs) And you said it's appropriate for you? We're we're in New York City. (laughs) (laughs) I think the capital of I don't have enough time. (laughs) And and our plane was early, and we were early for this interview. We've had um, a beautiful travel day from waking up at 4.15 in the morning in North Carolina. Ah, wonderful, wonderful. I have to introduce you to Jennifer Huff. She's in Asheville, North Carolina. She's an amazing spiritual teacher, too. Awesome. All right. Well, you know what? Let's take our break. And then when we come back, let's dig into how to have more time in our lives. Okay? Okay. Awesome. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. And we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 
Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, The Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consult Now Awakening Humanity, a special broadcast, which is not at our usual time, usually from 12 uh, noon to 1 p.m. Eastern, but this one's starting at 1 p.m. because I already had my regular show today. Um, and a quick shout out to a couple of new listeners on the Facebook Live. Raven, great to see you. And Eugenia, oh, dear sister. Welcome. Uh, spiritual sister, not sister sister. All right, so before we continue talking about time, uh, Joy has a rhyme about time for us from her book. Thank you. Time. Are days a big rush? Is there too much to do? Can you take a fresh look at time's rush Consider a change. Get set in the night. Turn, oh dear, not morning, into one of delight. <laughs> at ease, add a game, allow time to play. Time loves to expand with joy through the day. Be present. Wake up to moments, my dear. Then time is a blessing, a reason to cheer. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> cute. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, let's show the picture for the audience. Oops. Very cute little. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So let's talk about time. So. Uh, actually, before we get to the time question, just uh, when did you decide that like you had this calling to be a spiritual counselor? That was in 20, <clears throat> oh, see, 27, 2007. 2007. And, 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 and what kind of made you say like, okay, I got to do this? <sighs> Well, I, I, live, I have lived in synchronicity for decades. Uh. And when I felt that call, a week later, a friend of mine in Ohio who didn't know about that call inside me mm -hmm. sent me a link to the Hayden Institute, which is 20 minutes from where I was, had oh. just moved to <laughs> in Western North Carolina. So... Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> it <laughs> just, just lines up. Okay. I have followed bread, the breadcrumbs of my life, really. Mm, and beautiful. they've led me into your studio today. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about time. I'm sure very few, none of my audience, but I can relate to the idea that like, oh, I don't have enough time. There's too much to do. I got this. I got that. I got everything on my plate. How do we flow better with time? Mm, Isn't that a great question, Sam? Yeah. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure that this is, it's it's highly personal and it's a large topic. And everyone needs to figure it out. And I, I believe that life has taught me what it has taught me about time, which is to, I gave up adrenaline mm. years ago, mm. which I know I was addicted to it. Uh. And it was a path to come off that, right. off that, um, but and becoming a very mindful, present person has change the way I operate Mm -hmm. and I I trust that there's always time Uh. to do what I need to do Um, I know that giving up TV for Uh. me that happened after my divorce when I didn't buy a television Mm -hmm. and that opened my time immensely Mm. um I know that spending time like you did in nature, time breathing into awe expands our time. I I remember one time a friend of mine who was a meditator and and she, um, I believe she did the Oneness Blessing Diksha. Uh, She was telling a, a group I was in once about how she one time like went into a cafe and ordered a cup of tea and just sat and was really very, very present to that cup of tea before her. And by just not focusing on anything else, not paying attention to anything else, but just that cup of tea, that it seemed to last for hours. And it had only been like 5, 10, 15 minutes. Yes, it's incredible. I had an experience on Kauai a couple uh, of years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, there were there were so many lessons about time in that trip, but I needed to leave m- to catch a flight. Mm-hmm. And I said to my hostess, um, are we leaving at one o'clock? Mm-hmm. And she said, oh, no, this is the island there's never any traffic we don't need to leave until (laughs) whatever time well and so i was not in a position to argue at all i'm i'm very allowing and i just thought well i'm going to go with this i was in her car and my little brain (laughs) my brain was going i don't think we're gonna make it and i quieted my nervous brain down i had never missed a flight I quieted my my brain and we got there and the woman at the counter said, oh, you, you're fine. There was a lot of traffic. Check your bag and you'll be fine. You'll be mm-hmm. fine. And I got to the gate and the guys, no one came. And then the guy came and he goes, what are you doing here? I said, <laughs> <laughs> I said hello, uh, that flight to Asheville. 
And he said, oh, that left. Your bag is on it. Oh, jeez. And um, yeah, you're going to have to call the airline and see what you can do. And, you know, I just, I laughed. (laughs) And um, I texted her. She had said she would stay nearby. She picked me up. We went She's like, how about going to the hot tub at the Hilton? I said, okay. <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah. I had a bonus weekend on Kauai. Oh, wow. But one of the women in the hot tub was raving about her helicopter ride. Oh. And my internal um, talk was, wow, I used to be in fear. And I never would have done that. Oh. I am no longer operating that way. I am in love with life. Mm. I express love. I give love. I am, I would love to go up in a helicopter. Mm-hmm. And that is that <laughs> we were up there and I was in such awe and mm-hmm. in the moment mm-hmm. I um, elbowed my hostess who I treated to that mm-hmm the person who had me miss the flight. Uh, and I said, we've only been up here for 20 minutes. Up in the helicopter? We had uh-huh. 30 minutes more uh, because being so present to that unbelievably spectacular landscape over mm, Kauai from mm, a helicopter, oh I thought I'd been up there for hours and like it was about to end yeah but it wasn't (laughs) wow wow beautiful beautiful you know one of the things that i find that takes us out of the moment and really sucks up a lot of our time are these little devices that we carry around with us everywhere uh, known as a smartphone (laughs) Uh, what advice do you have for people around uh, smartphones? smartphones yeah. Oh, I would say, um, are you ready to experiment? Mm. Are you ready to put it down a little more? Um, in fact, when this book was coming through me mm-hmm. to inspire readers, I saw in my mind's eye families putting their devices down. Uh, holding their children in their laps to share hmm. that amazing time that it is to be in your parents' lap hmm. and be read to. You know, yeah. I think that, and I've stopped having mine on me constantly. Um, I'm in a, in a small town. I'm not <laughs> in New yeah, York City, yeah. but I um, sometimes don't even go in the car with it. Oh, wow. I never have it at the table. Um, I am better, I'm, and my learning curve right now is turning it off longer before sleep. Uh, and I know that that just engenders better sleep right. to turn off computers, turn off smartphones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it was so funny this past weekend, and I, I told my wife, I told my friends, Hey, I'm going up to the Adirondacks. I, I I probably won't have cell phone signal. I think I might have internet access. I'm not sure. So I get up there, nothing. I don't have internet access. I don't have cell phone. I have nothing for four days. And it was amazing, but it was so funny how when I came back, I got all kinds of grief. Are you okay? We didn't hear from you. 
And it's like, yeah, I was up in the mountains. I <laughs> didn't have any signal, you know? And, and, and even though they knew, still, right, they're worried. They didn't hear from me. We're so used to being so, uh, uh, you know, having connection and having communication all the time. And so immediately that when you don't, it's like people immediately assume the worst, don't they? Oh, my gosh. This happened to me. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, a couple of weeks ago. I don't live with Michael, my partner, uh-huh. and we were we share a spiritual practice on the telephone. Oh. All of a sudden, I was reading from the Way of Mastery. I don't mm-hmm. know if you know that no, text, know that. but the call ended, uh-huh. and I thought, my first thought was, something happened to Michael. Ah. Like, I fell down and I can't get up thing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I, I calmed my my nervous I calm my nervous system down because I'm a highly sensitive person uh, and I think that that was um an old pattern of always thinking the worst. Right, right. And I calmed myself down and I'm like, hmm, what can I do? And I called the non emergency number of the police uh, and I said, Could I have some advice? <laughs> and this is in my small town of Brevard, North Carolina, and uh-huh. she's like, Sure. I said, what do I, you know, what do I do? And as I was listening to her looking up which county Michael was in, uh-huh. the idea came into me, oh, I bet his phone battery died uh. because he has been known to have his phone battery So, yeah, then I ended up checking email and he had written me, my phone battery died. Ah, uh, Okay. There you go. But, yeah. It's funny, though, how we make more trouble for ourselves through what I would call a negative imagination, right? Um, That's what, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, the quote that's attributed to Einstein. I don't know if he really said it or not, but that famous quote of like worry is a misuse of imagination. So when we misuse our imagination to think the worst, when there's not really any evidence that anything bad has happened, we really cause ourselves more challenges than are necessary. Exactly. And that is a place I lived in for decades. And I'm very glad I'm usually not in that place. (laughs) And I went there for a couple moments a couple weeks ago. And you were conscious about it, though, and you were aware. And that's sort of one of the key things is, you know, so often we, we go into these default modes of being and and we... Uh, are not really being that conscious of what's going on until that moment when all of a sudden we wake up and it's like, oh, what am I doing? And then we can shift and change all that and we can uh, be more uh, uh, present and conscious and calm down and like, uh, you know, it might not be so awful, so horrible. You know, in some ways I think the media... I think paying too much attention to media kind of does that to us because we keep hearing about all these awful things happening, the, the weather and shootings and this and that. And so because we hear that so much, then it kind of almost programs our brain to expect it, doesn't it? Yeah. And, you know, I, <laughs> growing up, you, what you don't know is we could not talk at the dinner table, bless my p- family, oh. but my father... We had to eat dinner with Huntley and Brinkley and the, ah, <laughs> the oh news oh. the news at 6.30 in the Vietnam War. And we ate dinner ah. with that. So I do not 
take in negative. I don't take in much um, <laughs> of yeah, the news yeah, yeah. because it totally rattled my sure, sure. the peace that and, and being a sensitive individual probably. I've heard other really sensitive people say that they've they have reduced the amount of media that they oh, every yeah. every sensitive person I because know is tremendously you, cut we down. can't handle it. <laughs> we yeah. feel for the earth. Right, we feel right, for the people. Right, right. We feel it. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, oh, believe it or not, it's time to take the last break of the show. Oh my God, time flies when you're having such a good time. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, a special edition. And we will be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media, my guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We've been speaking this hour with Joy Razor, author of the new children's book, Designed to Shine. And you can find it on Amazon bookstores all over the place. If you are a subscriber to our newsletter, there's a link to it in the newsletter. If you're not a subscriber to our newsletter, go to talkradio.nyc. When the show is over, not now, when the show is over and put in your name and email address and subscribe to our newsletter and every week you'll get an email uh, with uh, what's going on with the shows for that week and with all kinds of links and good stuff in it. So do that. Um, so, Joy, we just got a few minutes left towards the end of our show. What other sort of practical tips uh, can you give our audience who may feel stressed about time? Hmm... I would invite you to go to a coffee shop, draw a circle, or tea shop, or a tea shop, non-coffee drinkers, or not, you know, anywhere that you can be by yourself for a short time. Draw a circle on a piece of paper and make a pie 
with all the ways you would like to have your time be mm-hmm. and then make another one with all the ways your time is. Yes. You know, uh, where are your energy drains, your mm-hmm. time? Sometimes I know that I was doing things that weren't mine to do. Mm, I had been raised in a codependent home. And there are many of us recovering codependents, probably, (laughs) who are used to taking care of everyone else. And we need to learn to take care of ourselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's so important. So that would be one thing I would say. Okay, great. Um, Great. And, and we talked already before about, uh, you know, turning off media, turning off the TV. Social media now is, is a big dra- uh, drain. I mean, I do a lot on Facebook just because for the radio station, for my podcast, for, for reaching out to my audience. But on the personal side, I, I really try and limit. I mean, unless I'm on vacation and I'm posting pictures or something, uh, I really try not to do too much on social media anymore. Yeah, does that feel better? Uh, it it does, um, and at the same time, it, it's also kind of like as I see other people posting so much, and I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I just want to like hire someone to do it all for me. I'm not quite there yet. Um, so speaking of which, delegation, like how much, you know, how what kinds of things do we think that we have to do ourselves that actually we don't have to necessarily do ourselves, do we? No. I mean, I had a a business coach one time and she was hiring someone else to do so many things for her. Mm -hmm. And I realized that it's really choice. Right. And I'm sure there are a lot of people in this city that Mm -hmm. do have support in their lives to take care of this and take care of that right. it's it's all choice yeah. like sometimes i'm cutting my own grass and sometimes i'm paying a young right. man to right. cut right. my grass right 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 so, or yeah. if you, you live in the northeast in the wintertime you're paying someone to shovel the snow if, if you don't feel like shoveling it yourself yeah but absolutely. we have constant choice don't we sam absolutely of absolutely. what to think and how to live yes and, and that's the whole thing. And that's why, you know, I talk all the time about being a co-creator of our lives, because while we may not be able to control what happens to us, we have complete control over how we respond to what happens to us. And, and our choices create the life before us. And, and what we are living now is a result of the choices we made in the past. And the choices we're making now is creating our, the life we will live in the future. Amen. <laughs> and then what came up in me, what, could I say one more? Absolutely. Like, what came up in me was the time that my car was broken into ah. and it shocked my system. I sat ah. on the curb feeling rather victimized for a very short time. Uh-huh. And then I got into gratitude. Oh, really? The the people that broke into my vehicle took my partner's backpack. Uh-huh. I didn't know at the time they had taken my backpack. Uh-huh. They did not take my entire business that was in the car. Oh. They didn't take the vehicle, but they left the valet key on the front seat. Really? So <laughs> I I believe that my gratitude practice mm. brought me back into that feeling place of 
gratitude. And it turns out my backpack was mailed back to me. Wow. With almost everything in it. And when I mailed it, mailed a reward to the person who had found it, that came back to me as undeliverable. Oh, wow. I have goosebumps because I really felt like the entire thing was a lesson for me. Wow. And also to, to not be with that person. Uh, <laughs> that okay, I needed yeah, not yeah. to be with that person. <laughs> he was addicted to something on his computer, and his uh, computer had been taken from the vehicle. Oh, interesting, yeah. interesting. <laughs> um, so you mentioned like your uh, gratitude practice. What are some of your daily practices that you find help to keep you centered that you would like to share with our audience? Thank you, Sam. Yes, I... I don't know that I could ever live without this now. Mm. You know, some people are, they're very, that meditation is their path. Mm. And other people, yoga is their path. Right. For me, I have this rather, it feels lengthy for me because I do like moving <laughs> mm-hmm. and accomplishing things. But Pouring hot lemon water with a little honey in it and sitting in my sacred chair mm. that I have been sitting in this same chair for over 20 years wow. to breathe. Mm. And in that place, I write gratitudes in my gratitude journal every morning. I write in a five year journal a little bit oh. that my son had given me. And it's interesting to look back over yeah, the years I, I write in a daily journal um which more has become an intention journal of mm. what i believe the day will be yeah. and then i call michael after i read in um five devotionals oh. and we share a reading that i read to him oh nice very yeah. nice so really a practice of just sort of starting your day in the right way, giving yourself that time in that space so that then the, sort of the rest of the day can flow uh, uh, more the way you would like it to. Yeah, I just have beautiful days. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, and, and it's so important. I, I always tell my coaching clients uh, that, you know, what we think about for the last 20 minutes before we go to bed and what we think about the first 20 minutes when we wake up in the morning, it kind of is so important for our daily f- uh, emotional state. So I always tell them to have a victory log of what are some five victories that we're doing the day, which can be very minor things like I did the dishes, I did the laundry, you know, I called a friend, I smiled at a lady when I was crossing the street. So just before you go to bed and then the first thing to get up in the morning is what are you grateful for? And I, as a way to kind of structure it for myself, I think of it as as who are the the people, the experiences and the things that I'm grateful for. And I call those my positive bookends. That's beautiful. What a great practice to advise your clients. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Well, Joy, I can't believe it's over already. So uh, time to to come to the end of this special broadcast. Um, Before we go, if people want to learn more about you, uh, what's your website? How do people find you online? Thank you. Yes, it's joyonyourshoulders.com. And 
and they I, can contact you through the website? Yes. And they can find you on Amazon? and. Yes. And when you Google me, Joy Reeser, you could also listen to other podcasts I've been on. Oh, wonderful. And, and where does Joy on Your Shoulders come from? That's a cute name. Oh, gosh. It was a name that kept coming to me that wouldn't go away. Uh, and it is J-O-Y-S. Joys, joy uh, on your shoulders. Oh. And I had received this idea of beautiful fabric around the neck, positive words into the world. Uh, um, I pay seamstresses to create batik cotton uh, items. And when I was ready to birth that, mm-hmm. I opened the newspaper and there was Joy's Specialty Sewing Service. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. So, yeah. Excellent, excellent. Well, Joy, thank you so much for stopping by the studio today on your way to your son's, wed- uh, son's wedding. Congratulations. Again, this is her newest book, Designed to Shine, Read Aloud Rhymes for Any Size Heart. It's a beautiful book, so please check it out on Amazon and bookstores everywhere. Joy, thank you so much. Thank you, Sam. Thank you for having me here. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you to my fans on Facebook Live, Megalina, uh, Charlene, and and thank you all, because without you, the the show doesn't happen. So please share the video, share the podcast, let people know about talkradio.nyc and all the amazing things we have on here, and the Conscious Consultant Hour, of course. Thank you all for tuning in. We will see you next week at our regular time, 12 noon, Thursday, Eastern Time. And you all take care. We'll see you from our new studios next week. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, the Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media, my guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at talkingalternative.com. Hey, all you crazy listeners, looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? 
I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.